We're now going to go to an expert. Dr. John Battersby is a Wellington-based counterterrorism specialist at Massey University. He joins me now. Good morning, John. Good morning, Nick. What do you make of this legal gap? Let's talk talk legalities. Uh, What do I make of the legal gap? Uh, It's of long-standing. It uh, really has been a problem with our legislation since its inception. So our legislation exists as a result of 9-11 and the UN Security Council Resolution 1373 that came out calling on nations to take measures to um, suppress terrorism. Uh, In 2007, uh, Operation 8, you would call, there were issues identified with the wording of the Act, meaning that somebody planning or allegedly planning or preparing it, uh, some form of attack couldn't be prosecuted under the Act unless they'd actually carried it out. So, uh, you know, a big question around Brendan Tarrant, there were lots of questions, why wasn't he found? My question was, even if they had found him before he did it, what would they have been able to do? So that all that planning and preparation stuff uh, isn't, isn't adequately covered um, and hasn't been for quite some time. So that is what is now being addressed uh, in, in the current counter-terrorism legislation bill. How quickly can it be done? Uh, well, it can, uh, it can be done fairly quickly now because the process has uh, has been started and it's in, I think it's in select committee stages at the moment and it, and it can be completed relatively soon. But I think the issue that we need to look at is uh, this isn't the end of this. What New Zealand has been deficient in doing is keeping an eye on overseas developments in terrorism in the way that this sort of extremist-oriented lone actor, uh, these, these events have been occurring. Uh, so we need to constantly review the nature of our legislation and maximise the resources and the powers of our agencies to try and get ahead of uh, these types of individuals intending to do these types of things. Do you think it should have been rushed, this law should be rushed through, if you think, well, we've been told that there's no more risk out there? (laughs) I I don't think New Zealand can ever be accused of rushing legislation. Uh, We've taken 20 years to get to this point. Uh, It's been been over a decade since these deficiencies were first picked up. So New Zealand isn't isn't rushing anything. uh, so what what's been done now has has been placed uh, is in place uh, as a result of a process, and it's really just the finishing off of that that's that's occurring now. Uh, I wouldn't say that we need to rush things. We do need to be less than pedestrian about it. Uh, we do need to have a sensible, um, evidence-based discussion about what the risks are and what we can do about it, and we need to constantly monitor uh, what's happening overseas. And if there's something that we can do here to mitigate worst effects, if those things start to happen here. John, do you think the government has let us down? I don't know that I would say that. I think my criticism has been that successive governments have not acted uh, and taken the threat of international terrorism or the international developments of terrorism seriously enough. So we've always thought uh, what's been happening is an over-there thing and not really going to affect us. So that's, that's, that's a, an assumption. But that assumption is grounded in New Zealand society generally. Uh, we have been complacent about terrorism. We consider it as something over there and not something we have to worry about. So, no, I, I don't think I would directly point at the government and say, you, 
competition. I think I would point the finger back at all of us and say, look, we've all been complacent about this. We need to take more interest in this and we need to get ourselves better informed and better understand the risks that are out there. Do you think that we're better off since the March 15th, 2019 attack? Do you think we've learnt anything or made any uh, moves to fix it? Uh, no, I think uh, we've, we've probably most gone back to sleep again. Um, I was, uh, I did think that the over-the-counter uh, sales of military-style semi-automatics was something that should have been addressed a long time ago. Uh, that was quickly dealt with. I have reservations about whether the buyback should have been done in the way that it was. Um, why, why do you think that could have been done better? How do you think I that could have been done better? I think what, what happened, um, what happened was the fact that he used semi-automatic weapons uh, as uh, a fundamental cause of the problem. Uh, his accessibility to those weapons in an unsupervised, uh, nobody, you know, no, no registry, no how much ammunition he's getting. Nobody's watching this guy. Um, but when they went in and um, carried out a buyback, uh, largely affecting law-abiding people who had responsibly owned and used these weapons. So it's almost like we went deception of society for what one individual did, and that's really, really common. If um, ISIS-inspired terrorism, where all of a sudden Muslim communities start getting all sorts of criticism because one individual does something. Um, so this is the kind of thing that we've got to be got to understand the individualistic nature of this and we need to focus on what we can do about individuals that misuse these things rather than what's take your, all our knives off supermarket shelves. Yeah. John, what's your message to, to New Zealanders that are sitting at home a little bit anxious and a little bit nervous and a little bit frightened by what's happened last weekend? I think probably I'd say firstly we are no more or less safe than Generally, New Zealand is a safe place. Uh, I, I would back our police and uh, intelligence agencies to get ahead of, of threats that are emerging. But the one thing we need to be aware of is that there is no security system, there is no legal uh, framework in the world that can guarantee that it won't happen again. Um, so we, we just need to wake up to... Uh, understand that the world we live in now has these people in it. They are very rare. Uh, I wouldn't go changing anything about the way we go about our, our life. It is, it's highly, highly unlikely um, that you'll ever be affected by this. But let's just be aware that it could happen and we can't expect our security or intelligence agencies to do magic. John, I appreciate you taking the time to speak to us this morning. Dr John Battersby is a Wellington-based counterterrorism specialist at Massey University. Uh, yeah, appreciate your time, John. Thanks, Nick.